Hello, this is Kelly Leonard, host of the Boost Podcast. Big shout out to our sponsor, Where'sMyMeeting.com. Where'sMyMeeting.com is an audio-visual production company that focuses on creating live, hybrid, and virtual events. They not only supply audio and video equipment, on-site technicians, and production managers to conferences of all sizes, they also live stream the production themselves, taking all of the work out of your hands and providing you the peace of mind of knowing that your event will go off without a hitch. They can provide the platform to host your event virtually, which most audio video companies just don't do. You want your next event to be high quality? Well, check out my friends at wheresmymeeting.com and be sure to let them know that you heard about them on the Boost podcast. Welcome to the Boost podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode features Dara and Dave Feldman. They're a dynamic husband and wife duo that founded Virtues Matter to help people lead lives of joy, meaning, and purpose. Dara is an author, speaker, and was honored as Disney's 2005 Outstanding Elementary Teacher of the Year and Maryland's 2015 Mother of the Year. Dave is a social entrepreneur, community leader, and speaker on topics ranging from sustainability to transformative leadership. The part of Boost this power couple covers is optimize relationships because who you are is just as important as what you do or know. So let's dig in. Hey, Dave and Dara, welcome to the Boost podcast. We're glad to be here. Yeah, such a joy. So much gratitude. I am so excited for this conversation. It's long overdue because I've long admired the work that you all are doing. And so for those folks who are hearing about the great team Feldman for the first time, tell us more about you, you as individuals, as well as some of the work that you do. So I have a longtime Montgomery County resident here, um, a broad background. Right now, we're running an organization called Virtues Matter, which we'll talk a little bit about. But I've had an interesting career, worked at the British Embassy, helping U.S. companies do business over in the U.K. So my background is very much business oriented and then kind of found the world of sustainability. And as you know, I launched a, an organization called Bethesda Green, which was about helping localize uh, sustainability in the Montgomery County area. And we set up a a green business incubator, an education center, a place where the community could gather. So it's kind of a combination of, you know, bringing people together, but also creating a social change, which has kind of been my long-term passion. So uh, and my wife and I joined forces in 2019 uh, around some work she had been doing previously. Excellent. And Dara, share your brilliance with us. Oh, thank you, Kelly. So I'm going to take the talking piece from my husband. So I've been an educator primarily for 38 years. I um, lovingly served four tours of duty in Montgomery County Public Schools here in Maryland, kept going in and out in the classroom and central office, was a technology specialist, really a champion of social justice. And so in about 2005, when I was honored as Disney's Elementary Teacher of the Year, I found out about the work that we're doing now 
the Virtues Project. And I knew that's really what my life purpose was. So I left and it to do this work around the Virtues Project. And it led me on a path to a deep dive of a lot of what we're doing now, restorative justice and restorative practices, race, equity, inclusion, and diversity, social emotional learning slash emotional intelligences. And I just, I'm a passionate educator. And so now mostly working with adults around the world and super humbled and grateful to be here. Awesome. An award-winning educator. So let's not Let's not leave that out. That is huge. And I, and I honor and just sort of celebrate the fact that you mentioned finding your life's purpose, because I think so many people wander around not knowing, why am I here? What was I created for? And so I just honor the fact that you've made that determination and that you're leaning into this work that you have that brings us to this conversation today, actually. Absolutely. And one, one more thing I just want to add, because you uplifted that, Kelly, is I'm not going to get into it, but A lot of what makes me tick are some really hard experiences and trauma that I experienced Mm. as a child, as an adolescent, and then with the loss of my first husband due to the disease of alcoholism. And so for everybody listening, there's a lot of gift and growth, post-traumatic wisdom, right? Post-traumatic growth syndrome. And that's a lot of the work that Dave and I get to do. So again, super humble and grateful. Wow. Wow. And I never knew that side. So that look, that's a conversation we'll have to dig into. We'll have to have tea or coffee and crumpets or something so that we can dig into that part of your your story. But, you know, so you talk about virtues matters. What exactly are virtues and how can, can we apply them in our lives? You know, it's interesting when you talk about virtues, I mean, the easiest way to describe them is they are universal, positive qualities of character. So there are things that we all have in us and there are kind of this area that brings out the nobility and who we are. And the the founders of the Virtues Project is one of our partners. Um, They looked at all the sacred texts, oral traditions, uh, indigenous um, cultures, and looked at the characteristics that we have that are common to everyone. Diligence, perseverance, honesty, love, caring, responsibility, commitment, justice, uh, hope, idealism. And those are virtues. So those are things that we strive to, to add into our lives. And those are things that we create as practices to help kind of develop there. Some people call them soft skills, but there's so many ways of describing virtues. In that definition, Dave, I found it interesting that you mentioned that all people have them. And I got to tell you, sometimes I want, like when we look around at the world in which we live in right now, and we see such just ugly, like just what's going on around us. It's hard to believe the way that you painted virtues and just the beauty of what you described, this love, this hope, this, you know, and and so it makes me wonder, do we all actually have that ability? Yeah. So honor your discernment and curiosity, Kelly, we are all born with all the virtues in us in potential. And we have different um, amounts, let's just say right? Different varying degrees. So some of us have a lot of enthusiasm, generosity, purposefulness. Other Mm -hmm. people might have patience, orderliness, diligence, determination, and they can be out of balance. So I won't go current history. Let's just go back a few decades. I'm thinking of a person in history who was very orderly, had a very loyal following, was extremely diligent, And was responsible for over 10 million people being murdered, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Who am I thinking Mm -hmm. of? 
Yeah, I know who you're thinking of. Right? So, <laughs> so we don't even have to name his name, right. now, but I will. All right? Right. He was, he had a lot of performance virtues. Mm. Could you imagine if he also had moral virtues? Ah. Passion, kindness, tolerance. And I don't mean to tolerate. I mean, understanding and appreciating differences. So mm. it's, it's the balancing of performance and moral character. And one thing that's very interesting is, you know, some people t- often get values versus virtues confused, uh, whereas values are something that you believe in subjectively. So you might believe different things about honesty because that's a value that you have. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, we have this set of cards, these virtues cards, which actually give these really brilliant definitions of what uh, these, these virtues are that are really universal. I mean, they're really not, they're not subjective. They define what a, what a term actually means. And it really gives you an insight into those particular virtues. And OPS, with his enthusiasm, talking about the brilliance of the writing on the cards, we didn't author the cards, just the app. Or he would have been a little bit more humble. No, no. I no, honey, I'm saying, I'm, I'm acknowledging you. I'm being serious. It was just an opportunity to show the balance of the language. Right. Well, yes, we, we actually work with the partners. And I think we'll talk a little bit about the, 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 some of the folks who developed this program and how we built on it. So we're part of a larger network that's doing this work. Wow. Awesome. And so I know one of the projects that a passion project that you all are working on is specific to the youth and mental health. And so can you tell me more about that initiative that you've got going on? Yeah. So we have a wonderful partnership with an organization called DECA uh, and it's D-E-C-A, DECA.org. They were original distributed education chapters of America, but I think it's just an acronym that they use right now. And their goal is to develop the next generation of leaders. They focus on leadership and entrepreneurship and youth, mostly high school, some college. And we end up meeting a group out in Washington State who just really love the virtues and, and invited Dare and I to be on a podcast of theirs um, as part of this the program that they were developing. Well, it evolved pretty quickly. We ended up becoming a keynote for their national conference. It was actually their West Coast regional conference. And they launched an initiative called Share the Love DECA. And it was an issue that we launched about love is language of virtues everywhere, about acknowledging and appreciating others for the good that you see in them. And this group just really embraced the work. And to that degree, after we launched this initiative, they end up saying, well, we'd really like this. We'd like to take one of the sets of cards from the Virtues Cards app and customize it for students. So we work with them. They were partners in this and rewriting this for students by students to create an initiative. They call it, we call it, it's my, my favorite line, it's a deck of cards. <laughs> and um, the, the cards are actually, uh, you know, written by the students, the photographs by the students, they chose their own quotes. And what's brilliant is we're actually doing some work with them around uh, mental health and well-being. So, uh, which has been a, a, a serious issue. I think for kids growing up in general and post pandemic mm-hmm. and still during uh, part of the pandemic, um, these kids are really having some challenges. So there's opportunities to really help them connect mm-hmm. more deeply with themselves and others uh, through this program. Wow. That sounds awesome. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I know the focus in that is on kids, but I'd imagine because when we look at what's happened with the pandemic and how the pandemic has impacted so many um, individuals and the business community, and because such a large 
number of the listeners in the Boost podcast represent small businesses, entrepreneurs, um, business professionals. I would love to find out more about sort of when you look at Virtues Matter, how can it support the biz, like business professionals and individuals in the their time and space and the roles that they're occupying? How might they be able to leverage the work that you're doing? Absolutely. That's such a thoughtful question. And so literally since the moment that COVID hit, we've been online via Zoom doing these virtue sharing well-being circles and virtues mm. huddles, right? People are longing for connection. So what happens is that folks, whether they work in an organization, they're at a school, Dave's also been doing a lot of this via uh, speed networking, right? Not so mm-hmm. much the networking piece, but the connectingness mm-hmm. piece, right? So people come on, we start with a little bit of dopamine, some kind of music that will get people uplifted and inspired, a question to connect them, perhaps what brings them joy or something that they're grateful for. We'll take a little mindful moment, do some breathing so that they can get some serotonin, which Mm. we really need to be fully present to bring their best selves to their work so that they don't go into amygdala hijack all over the place, right? And react to people instead of responding to people. And then we offer a virtues card and we read the card and we invite people in breakout rooms to share how that card resonates with them. And we teach them how to give a virtues acknowledgement. And then people come back in the room and they share what was helpful or meaningful and some type of optimistic close. And what we've been hearing from people all over the world, literally, is that just that simple lesson plan, for lack of better word, has been a lifesaver for them mm. personally to their team and to the organization. David, did you want to add? Yeah, no, it's, it, it, it has been fascinating for me because I used Zoom a little bit before the pandemic, but during the pandemic, you know, all these small business folks, uh, and some of them are whether they're consultants or um, coaches or, you know, they just have, you know, solopreneurs. There's their small shops. All of a sudden they were in lockdown. They had no way of getting out and, and, and they were, and connecting with others. One of their and I's favorite expressions is connection before content. So we would mm-hmm. jump on a Zoom call and give people an opportunity to connect. And it was remarkable how many people would network and come back together because they formed a community of working with each other. And there was quite a bit of business that was done. And there was also just opportunities to share and you know support each other through a, a very difficult time. So, so the business people uh, really appreciate that. And you know, one, one quote that I use, you know, we, when we do it, we would do a networking thing. We do a virtues pick each one, and then we'd put them into the room and they would talk about perseverance or, or hope or some of the you know, things we talked about. Um, and I taught them a, a strategy that, you know, Dara, we've done a lot of, which is the power of using virtues for appreciation, where you acknowledge somebody for a virtue, for the good that mm. you see in them. And, you know, people started to realize that in business, it's, I think it's 14 to one where you hear more negative feedback from bosses than you hear positive feedback. So the idea of how to use a virtues acknowledgement, there's strategies around that can help really, uh, elevate a workplace and create a culture that is much more functional and performs better as well. So the cards are nice, but there's also things you do with them to actually apply them in a business scenario. Absolutely. Really thoughtful, honey. And to piggyback, when we do it, let's say in an organization, this work is personal, professional, and organizational transformation. Mm. So it's the 
kind of thing that let's say we bring it into a work setting. They can also use it as a parent, as a child, as a significant other, and as a friend. I love that. And, you know, and I'd imagine because um, with the pandemic, the amount of isolation that so many people have had, that whole connectedness really, um, I'm sure, just resonates with a lot of people. And so I definitely appreciate the fact that you've brought that into the the workplace. Um, I'd be curious to know, was there any virtue that you all have found like really resonated? Like you, you keep seeing this one sort of theme that comes up a lot in these sessions? So that's a great question. So there's one, I mean, they come up a lot there's one that when we first offer it, people are like, hmm, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we need these in our rear view mirrors. I need this up on my ceiling when I first open my eyes. And it's the virtue of detachment. Huh. And it's not what you might think. And maybe, honey, well, how about if we read it? It's not, it doesn't mean not caring or pulling away from, but uh, may I read just the front of the card? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Thanks for openness. So. Detachment is experiencing our feelings without allowing them to control us. We step back and look at things objectively. We let go and accept what we cannot change. We detach from others' choices, knowing that their spiritual work is not ours to do. We choose how we will act rather than just reacting. We step away from harmful cravings. Detachment is a deep breath of peace and patience in response to unexpected anger. We can listen without losing ourselves. With detachment, we see our mistakes honestly, make amends, and start afresh. Detachment allows us to be in the world, but not of it. It frees us to lead our lives with grace. Wow. Any wisdom in that for you? (laughs) Yes. That is beautiful. I love the intentionality of it. Yeah, there was a lot of like, that's the type of thing I would need to see it written out. But there were so many different things that that you mentioned that really resonated as you were sharing that. So, so thank you. And, and I guess it's not entirely surprising that that would be a word that perhaps you're seeing come up a lot for folks. And especially, you know, it's interesting um, as entrepreneurs, I know oftentimes we tend to be type A's that are very like, you know, we need to be in control and we want to be, and we, and we're used to sort of ordering the steps of others. And so I appreciate the fact that this, the definition or how you read detach, I'm trying to remember what the line, can you read it for me one more time? I know it's a lot to read, but would you mind reading it? We can, and we can also maybe read the back, which has the practices, which may get to what you're looking for. Beautiful. You want to read the back? Yeah. So the the practices, so each part has on the front, it has a description and there's a quote and then there's uh, the practices on the back. So the quote in this situation is you always have the choice to take all things evenly, to hold on to nothing, to receive each irritation as if you had only 15 minutes to live. And that quote mm. is by Tolbert McCarroll. So each card has six practices, uh, the practices of detachment. I recognize my feelings without letting them control me. I resist interfering with others' spiritual lessons. I choose to act instead of react. That's a very powerful mm. one as a, as a mm-hmm. leader. I free myself from impulses and cravings. I listen in order to understand. I have the humility to amend my mistakes. And I lead my life as my soul choo- chooses. 
I'm thankful for the gift of a detachment. It lifts me up. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, what you read last the, in, in reading the back of the card. So the thing that really spoke to me was the listening to understand, because I think oftentimes I think we're in a position where we're listening to respond. And um, I I think we do ourselves and the individual who is actually sharing with us a disservice when we're listening to respond as opposed to listening to understand. I feel like it helps us to be better grounded and connected to that individual and what they're sharing. So I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for your openness to that and your wisdom and discernment about tapping into that precise line, right? Seeking it's from Stephen Covey, right? It's his teachings, right? Yes. Um, really seeking to understand, not necessarily be understood. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Kelly, I wanted to add two, uh, two other things, two virtues that I saw a lot of this last year that certainly we, we chose a lot and talked a lot about. One was resilience. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting. One of the decks of cards was originally designed as the sunset meditation card. It's beautiful. And we had uh, somebody in the medical profession saying, you know what? We don't need sunset meditations right now. We need resilience. They like the words, but the, the framing of it. So we ended up changing the name of the deck and it became really quite, you know, timely for what we were doing. Um, so resilience was one. And the other, which was really interesting to me when we get people together, um, was gratitude. And what I thought was really interesting about gratitude is I think is everybody was going through whatever they were going through, and we all were going through something, people would always step back and say, you know what, but it could be worse. So I'm really grateful mm. for what my life was it was this, you know, the pandemic was clearly a chance to kind of step back and look at the world through a very different lens. And, you know, not everybody did, but a lot of people asked questions about, you know, where they were, what was important to them, what they would do differently. Um, you know, we just had to change things up a little bit, you know, whether you looked at the person you were living with and say, you know, I'm really grateful to be with you as opposed to not being with someone, you know, so it really had different opportunities. So um, those were two, I thought that were really quite powerful in how people uh, shifted during that period of time. Absolutely. And to piggyback, we also did some teachings around those virtues, right? So sometimes it's just a well-being sharing listening circle. And then sometimes mm-hmm. there's a little bit of added, you know, getting to the emotional intelligences or some more of the soft skills and how to craft practical applications and strategies around uplifting these individual virtues. And gratitude is huge. If you're feeling down, if anybody's feeling down and hopeless, then one of the fastest and most essential ways is to flip into gratitude. Mm, Yes, absolutely. It's all a matter of perspective, right? So much of it is. So if someone wants to tap into a bit of personal, professional, and organizational transformation through Virtues Matters, what is the best way for them to reconnect with you all? Do you have a website? So there's a couple of ways. One is virtuesmatter.org. And so, and reach out to us and we're Dave at virtuesmatter.org or Dara at virtuesmatter.org. We're actually redoing the website, but that uh, will be up soon enough. Uh, we are a nonprofit. And the other thing is the Virtues Cards app. It's a free download and you get a sample deck and then you can get actually full decks from within the, um, within the app itself, really inexpensively. We have this little acronym that we call the plan and just real short, it's pick daily you know, pick a virtues card daily. It will change your life. It will change the way you see things and talk to yourself and others. Look for the positive in yourself and others. That's the L. 
A is acknowledge and appreciate often. And there's some teachings about how to do a proper acknowledgement to really bring out the best in somebody else. And then the other is notice teachable moments. What virtue do I need or did I call on at that time? There's a whole way of looking at how the virtues actually can be integrated into your life. So it's the plan. And um, that's really just an easy way of that. Anybody can do it on a regular basis and kind of elevate their, their language. Awesome. Well, I am grateful for the two of you and the work that you do. Thank you so much for just sharing a bit of your wisdom with the Boost podcast listening community. Thank you for your kindness, having us on your generosity of time and spirit and just the beautiful work that you continue to do and serve in the world, Kelly. Yep. Thanks you for boosting up the the, uh, voices and stories that need to be heard, Kelly. It's always a pleasure. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Thank you.